Hello, everybody. Welcome back to On the Come Up with KG. And we are on episode two with the interview with DJ Alaska. And if you haven't seen the first episode, go back and watch it. But what I was going to ask next was, do you find it very hard to like leave your set and go into the crowd and party with them? Because I feel like that would be my biggest problem. Well, honestly, no. (laughs) Because like... I want to have fun with the crowd as much as they're having fun. So, like, as soon as I'm done, I'm like, okay, let's get a shot. Let's yeah. go to the crowd and, like, vibe. And, like, every, every like, DJ bill that I play with, I, like, I'm excited for the other DJs before and after me. Like, I'm like, let's go. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. And so <clears throat> it's just I, – I love having it both ways, like mm-hmm. – um, unless it's like a really huge event, like if I'm playing like a big venue with like 500 people, then that crowd gets a little too big, and I'm like, let me just stay back chill there. on the stage <laughs> on the side because like I I do get scared of really big crowds, which Same, is like yeah, yeah like <laughs> it, it's funny like as a DJ you're like oh you're scared of that, like it's like yeah, like <laughs> yeah. once you're in the middle of it you're like oh wow it's oh, different on the side, <laughs> yeah I can't breathe. Um, but if it's like you know a smaller thing, like yeah, I'll have fun with those sides. Okay, is there anything that you would like to see more of in the community of DJs or like female DJs or in general? Like, yeah. is there anything that kind of stands out to you that you're like, I want to see more of that? Okay, so one definitely a lot more girl DJs just because they're they're more fun like you can't lie they're always way more fun I agree. yeah exactly like I'm sure like everyone watching like you had a more fun night when it was a girl DJ <laughs> that's true yeah. um and also just because like as a girl DJ, when I'm, like, I pull up and I'm setting up and it's, like, fellow girlies that are there, it's, like, you know, I'm j- you're just more comfortable and it's just, like, you know, they're just more, they're just, I don't know, it's just, it's fun. It's yeah. more fun with girls. And so that one and two... I think we need more, like, low-key genres. Okay, yeah. You know, being out in the open, like, you know, like, lo-fi stuff. I know it's not, like, fun party vibes. It's not what the clubs want. It's not what the bars want. But, like, there's people that just want to vibe out. Exactly. Like, they don't want to, like, <laughs> like, yeah, hard. like yeah, like, they don't. You know, some people just want to, like, vibe out and chill with their friends and, like, listen to, like, chill experimental stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be club hits. Like, some people just, you know, want to vibe out with their friends, and that's cool, too. So I I want to see more of that here in Dallas. It's definitely not as much of a thing here. And I want to help change that, but it also takes other people wanting to do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that those spaces in other places that you've visited or DJed at? I think in Austin, it's definitely more, like, accepted there mm-hmm. to just do weirder stuff or more chill stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Dallas, it's very much, like, it's, yeah, it's like, party. Like, yeah, so, yeah, it's, I don't see it as much here. 
if it's if it is happening, I don't know about it. I'm I usually know about everything that happens in this city. <laughs> yeah. So if I don't know about it, I don't know. I don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll take to like uh to have somebody kind of set the tone. Like maybe if it was like I know there's like some places that are like um like sanctuary type places where you mm-hmm. can uh, create content yeah. and stuff like that. Maybe it, it is just cause for like the setting and yeah. the right marketing. And then I think you definitely could have like people in that crowd. I don't know. That's interesting. I think that would be dope. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. For sure. So what other hobbies do you have outside of DJing? Oh my gosh. So it's, it's related to music, but I love producing music. Um, I I like to produce a lot of songs that I play or I try to like I'll do house remixes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a house remix of a Nicki Minaj song coming out next week of um, "Peas in the Trap," <laughs> so that's gonna be coming soon. Barb's in yeah, there. Barb's Barb's in the chat. We're gonna <laughs> unicorn emoji. <laughs> um, so I, I love producing music. I love making my own music. Um, I, you know, I've been doing that for, like, years now. So I just want to, like, perfect my craft. So that's mostly what I do. I'm also a big skater. I'm in the skate community. Um, And that's another thing where it's, like, obviously very male-dominated. But you see a lot of girls now getting into it. And so I've found, like, my own tribe of, like, other girls that love to skate. So we meet up. And we, like, take over the park. We're yeah. like, fuck you, we're here. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's always a good time. And everyone's so supportive. That's, like, the whole vibe of Dallas. For sure, like, for sure. Everyone just, like, comes together. Everyone's so sweet here. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, Southern hospitality <laughs> or whatever. But, like, everyone's just so sweet here. Yeah. So, skate community, music community. Um, I'm also an artist. Okay. So, I'm a big painter um I'll be in like some art galleries or shows every now and then and um yeah so I'm actually gonna be in an art show like May 13th plug plug it's at the funky (laughs) funky fun studios at the fabrication yard where all the graffiti is at you know okay, okay and so I'm doing like an art installation there and um, yeah, so that's a, a lot of what I do is just, like, music, skate, art. Okay. Yeah. And do you have a favorite? A favorite? Yeah. What I like to do? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's like asking which kid is your favorite. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, dang, that's so hard. I, oh, man. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's word it like this. What do you think allows you the most creative expression? Hmm. I would have to say making music. Okay. 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 Yeah. I can see that for sure. Okay. And so where do you plan on going? Like where do you see yourself going with your music? Or is it just kind of like it goes where it goes? Or yeah. do you have like certain milestones or goals that you yeah. want to hit with your music? Honestly, I I do want to take it pretty far with music. Okay. Um, I I used to think that you could only like oh if you're a DJ that's all you can do or oh you're a musician that's all you can do. But artists like do both. Like there's this girl named Girl or- Ultra, Girl Ultra, and she she tours all over the United States and also does DJing stuff if she like on the same weekend. Yeah. Too. 
And I I think only recently when I saw that, I was like, oh, like you can do both. Like Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of a lot of people don't realize like you you don't have to do just one thing. Like you can do so many things and it's crazy like you would think that's like an obvious thing, but I think a lot of people are put themselves in a box. They put themselves in a box and it's like no, like as long as you have the passion, the drive, the time, like you can really do anything. Yeah. And so I want to do live music. I don't know if that would mean like in a band eventually, mm-hmm. but I I just have myself for now. And so I want to do live music and like also DJ stuff. And, like, I want to take it far. Like, I, I really do see myself playing, like, festivals someday. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask, too. Yeah, festivals. I think that would be dope. No. Do you have, like, a... Do you have a particular artist that you would like to work with eventually? Oh, my God. Kelly Uchis. Oh, <laughs> she's the queen. Yeah. And a lot of, like, just a big inspiration for me, too. Yeah. Because... I feel like growing up seeing like a like a Latina musician, it was just like Shakira. Not not saying like oh, this just Shakira. Yeah. It's like I don't know someone that does it a little different. I was about to say she has her own style. She introduces like a whole new yeah to the Hispanic community. She's mm-hmm. great. I love Kelly Uchis. Yeah, and like the fact that she's like this big Latina musician. And she's doing collaborations with, like, people from different genres, like exactly. Tyler, the creator, right, like, yeah. you know, that that was honestly very big, like, indifferent, like, because it's, like, a Latina artist doing something with, like, a rapper. Exactly. And it's, like, you didn't see Shakira doing that, yeah. you know? Like, and then a rapper of Tyler, the creator's caliber, because... Tyler the Creator has his a very unique sound yeah. out in the rap community as well. So mm-hmm. it's like two very, you know, unique artists coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. 100%, yeah. So honestly, like Callie, she she's like breaking down doors. She is. Like she's bringing it different. She's doing it new and inspiring a lot of people like me that are like, you know, I love so many different genres and Callie was like oh bet like I'm the same I can do I can do the same thing and Mm -hmm. it's like oh wow like it's just so confirming like that you you could do anything (laughs) like truly anything that you love anything that piques your interest you can have your hands in everything really Mm -hmm. you know most definitely depends on how far you're willing to go or how much work you're willing to put in yeah yeah I see that that's really good. Yeah. I think I think you'll do well. Oh, I'm thank excited. you. So yeah. excited to see it. Thank you. I'm excited to see you at Coachella. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to drop out like Frank in the last minute. <laughs> and so Coachella weekend, you guys. So like. Check yeah. out your friends. Yeah. Check out your friends. <laughs> Y'all, I'm suffering. Right I've been suffering through this whole interview. I'm yeah. dying. But <laughs> yeah, speaking of Coachella, you guys, everybody, I am very upset. I don't want to bash you-know-who. We're not going to say any names. Or maybe we will. But <laughs> but I'm very upset. You guys know, everybody who knows me personally knows I am a stan. And I've been a stan forever. And I love him dearly. And I hope he's doing okay. My sincere prayers. But I did have plans on going to Coachella this weekend. 
And I don't know if I'm still going to go because I don't know, to me personally, if it's worth still going because he's no longer going. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of decisions. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't really want to make this the thing about, like, pop culture. And I really don't want to get on here and talk about, talk negatively about anybody, especially Frank Ocean. I love you. I love you. (laughs) But it is just like, it's crazy, you know? I think it's kind of a crazy to, I think, for one, it's a crazy dynamic to see how we, as just like regular people, we don't realize that celebrities have real life issues and real life problems Mm -hmm. and anxiety and like things that they're dealing with behind camera. And it's just interesting because like he's made that apparent pretty much his whole career you know like mm-hmm. he doesn't really care too much about the spotlight he is somebody who wants to kind of just like put his art out there mm-hmm. on his own timing and then you know yeah so it's like you have to respect that but it's like at what point do you think the line is drawn you know yeah i don't know i think it's crazy because with a lot of celebrities and musicians People will dehumanize them. As much as, like, you can love this artist, like, as much as you can say, like, oh, I'm a huge Frank Stan, like, they'll still forget that they're a human being. Like, they also have anxiety. They also go through depression. They also grieving. Grieving, like, literally, like, imagine. I think people are forgetting empathy, (laughs) you know? And they think that these big pop stars or what have you, they're built different. Like, they're robots yeah. that don't have these feelings. But it's like, babes, yeah. <laughs> how do you think they wrote these emotional songs? Like, and I think what a lot of people do is, like, what I'm noticing is that what people don't realize is, like, common people, people like us, mm-hmm. we think we seem to belittle the feelings of famous people because we automatically equate them with, like, being f- rich mm-hmm. so we're like oh if they have money they don't have any other problems in the world you yeah. know like my biggest issue right now or not me personally but like in general most people's problem in life is money mm-hmm. so they assume if you have that much money you shouldn't have any other problems in the world and mm-hmm. you should be fine and you're not like me because i'm suffering because i'm poor yeah and that just isn't true because as we know money does not buy happiness Mm-hmm. So it's like people still deal with real life issues like again like grieving, death, depression, anxiety. Those things are still very very real despite how much money you have. Yeah. Not enough money to to buy that away. Yeah. <laughs> that also reminds me with like how much people pressure Rihanna for a new album. Mm-hmm. Like she isn't trying to start a family right. and do her own thing. Like she just gave birth and people are like, okay, when's the album yeah. coming? It's like Or even people talking about how they didn't like her Super Bowl performance. She was pregnant. She was pregnant. <laughs> like she had a growing person yeah. in her. And people were like, oh, well, she could, she's still going to turn it out. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah people, their expectations. It's so ridiculous because if you were like, could you do that? Could you do what they were doing? They'd be silent. Exactly. And I think it's just a lot of things where it's like, if you really, if you want to be honest and you want to kind of rip the Band-Aid off, a lot of us common people are scared to do things as little as to just be yourself. Yeah. Just to wear what you want to wear. 
just to have your hair the way that you want to have it. Just yeah. to listen to the music that you want to listen to. Just to say the opinions that you truly have. You're scared to do that on a daily basis amongst yeah. your friends and your family. So how are you going to sit here and judge someone because of the way that they performed in front of millions or multi-thousands yeah. of people? When you can't even be yourself in front of the five people in your community. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, sometimes you got to take a step back. Yeah, take I, a step back. Yeah, and that reminds me to another person who I always think that about is Kanye. Like, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. And something that I always say is, like, people try to say that Kanye isn't a real Christian or try to talk about his past or who he is and what he does and what makes him less of a Christian. Mm-hmm. But it's like... That's not who God called us to be judgmental. If he's getting out here and claiming that Jesus is king and he's making music that aligns with that and he's getting out and speaking about that. Mm -hmm. And he clearly apparently has mental health issues and everybody is like a scrutinizing him publicly from it. Mm -hmm. And then there's outlets who are taking advantage of that, trying to get like clout in interviews when he's and nobody. I feel like, well, I don't know, but in that community of like celebrities there's who's really reaching out and being like pulling him aside like maybe you do need a little bit of help right now yeah. maybe you shouldn't be in the spotlight it's just like crazy like you said how people dehumanize celebrities because again they equate yeah. them having money to like oh they don't have any other problems but it's like we really do have to be mindful and empathetic mm-hmm. towards everyone yeah yeah, what happened to grace? Yeah, what happened exactly. to giving grace to people? Exactly. Like, I don't know. I think it's everyone is just a little bit too like selfish and looking inward and we need to remember like we're all neighbors. Not in the fact that like oh we live next door to each other, but we're neighbors. Yeah, we're all human yeah. having human experiences and human emotions and we don't know where people come from. Yeah. We don't know what they've de- dealt with in their lives. Mm-hmm. No matter how much, even if you're in the public eye all the time, like celebrities, I think that's where the misconception comes from. Mm-hmm. Is because so much of their lives are public to us that people assume, oh, I know them. I know what they have going yeah. on. I know how they feel. I know. And you don't. You just <laughs> you really yeah. don't. And it's like, you know, that's their trauma. The same way that you have stuff about you that no one knows about. And mm-hmm. you've gone through things that no one knows about. And that alters the way that you think and the way that you move and the mm-hmm. way that you feel. It's across the board. It's a human experience, yeah. not a four-person experience or a person experience. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's true. We have to have a little bit more grace for everyone. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let's get an amen. <laughs> okay. So how do you avoid burnout? Burnout. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I definitely experienced this at a certain point where I was like overbooking myself oh. and just saying yes to too many things. And so obviously the I mean the number one reason I do this is to have fun and have everyone else have fun. So if I'm getting burnt out, that negates everything yeah. that I was trying to do. And so I think just not overscheduling yourself to the point where it feels like this is a job or a chore rather than this is this fun thing that I get to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I have to also remind myself, like, I get to do this. Yeah. And, like, I have to, like, appreciate this and just remind myself that, like, this is all just for fun. Yeah. And also, that's my philosophy on life, too, is, like, 
you're here to have fun, to like love, and anything that isn't that is like you need to work on. Yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just it's all about balance when yeah. it comes to that. I agree too. It's like um, something that I, I say sometimes that people are like. Ugh. I always say like anything that causes you um, too much physical labor or like to where you're restless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, because people. I think like especially here in the states, we have this whole thing about capitalism and work culture, grind and mentality, culture. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. That obviously doesn't work for us. Yeah. And I feel like if you're, like, burning yourself out and working too hard, you're robbing yourself. So I always say, like, I think that a vast majority of life is, like, it's a lot of work. But mm-hmm. I feel like, if anything, it's more spiritual and mental work. If yeah. you can get that down packed, then, like, you've got the cheat code, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, if you can get your mental and your spiritual right, then you're pretty good. And it's like, you have to take time for yourself. You have mm-hmm. to realize what's when too much is too much. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to make boundaries. You have to create boundaries. You have to tell yourself like, no, yeah. can't say yes so often. And like you said, like just make sure that whatever you're doing, um, the intent is to have fun and you're doing it because you enjoy to do it and not because it's something that's like, it's a chore. Mm-hmm. You got to do it because, yeah. you know, I don't know, whatever the case may be, because you need money, because that's why we say, like, even the podcast, I don't know, I'll ask you about this, too, um, if you agree with this, but even the podcast, something that Brian and I abide by is, like, this isn't for money, and numbers don't really impress us, it's, like, a hobby that we do for fun, and we are both gaining, like, the podcast is growing, but we're simultaneously growing with the podcast, and that's kind of enough to, like, fuel the fire, Yeah, and also, uh, we know the potential that has to go, which is great. Like the money and I feel like the fame or the attention, it comes with the territory, which Mm -hmm. is great, but that's not the point of direction. Do you feel that same way with everything that you do, not just DJing, but like art, producing, all that? Yeah, I I feel that way with anything that I do. Uh And it's like, I mean, I can't get philosophical here, but I mean, at (laughs) at the end of the day, it's like, why are we here? You have to ask yourself that. And no matter how many theories there are or how many things that other people will tell you, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it's like, what is making you feel fulfilled? Yeah. What, are, what are you happy doing? Because you're going to be doing that every day. Exactly. So don't waste your time doing anything else. Exactly. And I was at a, at a, I was at a point in my life where I was doing things that weren't fulfilling me, that were making me unhappy, even though I was, like, making money and, you know, surviving. It's like, do you really want to spend this precious life that you have doing something that doesn't fulfill you? Exactly. Or what? You know, this is your one life. Like, take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And so... You might as well have fun while you're mm-hmm. doing it. And I feel like once you once you adopt that mentality, mm-hmm. like do what you love, everything else fills it fills the gaps. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything else will be provided for you. The yeah. whether it's you're worried about money, yeah, worried about friendships, worried about family, because at that point it's kind of like you're fulfilling your purpose yeah. or what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Because if something fills your cup that much or makes you that happy, mm-hmm. that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And then 
you're in alignment with everything else, with the friendships, yeah. with the community, with the money, yeah. you know, everything else kind of just flows in. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy though? It's like, you think if you, if you do something that's completely different and you're like, okay, this thing would fulfill me and you do it, you, you do have that first initial worry of like, oh, what if I can't make money doing this mm-hmm. or, or what, what if something doesn't go right? But when you do push yourself and you do it and you take that leap and then it works out and then you're also like, oh, like I could also take care of myself doing this too from doing this and it all falls into place mm-hmm. miraculously. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's meant to be for yeah, it you. It clicks, yeah. It it's clicks. like, oh, okay. It yeah. clicks for you and it, it, it only takes taking that leap. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's scary. It may be different from what you've been doing for a very long time. It may be against the norm even. But once you do it and it's in place, it, everything comes together. Everything comes it's together. it's really crazy how it happens. Yeah. Like, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it, it's going to work out mm-hmm. for you as long as you're being yourself. You, you're staying true to what you want to do. Yeah. It's going to work out. It's crazy. Yeah, I know no. it's scary at first, yeah. but, like, it, it's going to work out for you. That's the that's the God's honest truth yeah. because God calls you to be who he, he who he created you to be. So if there's always, like, that kind of voice inside your head that's like, I should be doing this or I want to be yeah. doing that, it's because that's what you're supposed to be doing and who you're supposed to be. Yeah. And there's always, like, this fear of, like, what people think. Um am I doing the right thing, blah, blah, blah. But again, like once you take that leap and you're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to just live my life for me. Yeah. Everything works out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like what you said about like listening to that voice that yeah. you hear. Because everyone has it. Everyone. Everyone has it. It just takes that person to be like, okay, it's that yes. You have to give, I, like I said, I'm a very spiritual person, so I'm going to keep talking about God, but you have to give God your yes. Like, yeah. okay, yes, I surrender. I'll do it. Because like I said, with this podcast, same thing. It was like, podcast, me. I'm, yeah. I have social anxiety. I don't really yeah. like people. I don't really like talking to people. I don't really like being in the spotlight. Yeah. Like, that's not me. But in the back of my mind, it's like, no, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do yeah. it. It's like, yeah. I said my yes. And then the first video, a clip goes viral. And we're getting like oh, hundreds of followers. I love that for you. <laughs> so it's like, you got to give God your yes. Yeah. You got to just say this is who I'm meant to be, yeah. you know? And you would think it's easy to do that, to just be like, oh, just say yes. But a lot of people get comfortable with distractions or vices. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll they'll get used to doing something even though it might not be good for them exactly, or they're yeah. not happy doing it or unfulfilled. And it's super easy to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And because it's a routine like everyone loves a routine they like doing things yeah they have always done them like security i know where where my money's coming from i know you know i have this nine to five that i can't stand but i'm gonna clock in because i know i'm gonna get a paycheck yeah 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 i get get comfortable and, and that's understandable that's very human of you like it's okay that you're comfortable but at the end of the day, like, how many consecutive years are you okay being comfortable rather than doing what you're supposed to be yeah. doing? Yeah, and it's kind of like you're comfortable, but you're also very uncomfortable. Because yes. You know oh, you're my like, God. 
like, so real. I should not be, I should not be doing That's this. So I hate true. this. My life yeah. fucking sucks. But I know yeah. I'm going to get paid and I know I can provide for my family or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, you know, there's like, again, like I said, everyone has that voice in the back of your mm-hmm. mind. It's like, this is not what I should be doing. This is not yeah. how I should be wasting my time. And I always say time is the one. money you can get back. Mm-hmm. You know, like time you cannot get that back (laughs) yeah you know true so So true. it's like you gotta you gotta just listen to that voice and 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 baby steps that's another thing Mm -hmm. it's like you might not see results the first time you do it or even Mm -hmm. the second time you do it or the third but if it feels good and it feels fulfilling to you keep doing it you know yeah like you said earlier practice makes perfect just eventually you'll see something (laughs) even if it's just that spark of joy that you get from doing it I feel like that's that's more that's definitely and also like okay so let's say you're you've been comfortable doing this thing and then finally you're like okay I want to take the next step into doing what I really want to do obviously it's not an overnight thing it's not just you know you you do this today tomorrow you're going to be in this other lifestyle like that's not the case. So you're right, it is baby steps. And with baby steps, you also have to, you have to be aware and congratulate yourself for mm-hmm. doing those baby steps. So you have to like be thankful that you even did it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say today is the day that you're like, okay, I want to start doing this now. Obviously, you're you have to do those baby steps. So if you make today the day where you make that little goal of like, okay, I'm going to rearrange my room to where it's easier for me to make music. Mm-hmm. If if that's all you did that day where you're like, okay, I'm going to get my music corner together in my room. That's amazing yeah, that you did exactly, that. Like, yeah. pat yourself on the back. Like, you did that. And mm-hmm. that's only the first step of many to be doing what you want to do. And For so sure. don't forget to congratulate yourself that, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, I did something that goes towards this goal. That's amazing. You yeah, know? I agree yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, uh, product productivity looks different every day. Mm-hmm. Like, even the same token, like like you said, like just creating that space, that's one step. But even in just like your regular everyday life, if you feel down, if you've been feeling really bad about yourself, maybe like the last month, mm-hmm. and you tell yourself, I took a shower today. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Like, I got it today. Most definitely. I opened the blinds today. Like there's, there's always amazing. something, to, you know, like you've done something to work towards being yeah. better. And you... You owe it to yourself to, like, you know, yeah. congratulate yourself for that. For sure. I love that. Yeah. I heard this one quote that that's what, that reminds me of that, where even if you didn't use 100% of your, like, productivity energy and you only had, say, 60% of that energy, but you used that 60%, you technically used 100%, 100% of that 60%. <laughs> I know it's a lot of numbers. <laughs> yeah, but, sure. like, what, what it's trying to say is, like, you did your best. Like, that's the best you can do. And, and your best great. looks different every, every day. day. Your best looks different yeah. every single day. Okay, so as we are wrapping up the interview, mm-hmm. what do you? what's next for you? Like, in the next three to five years, what do you see yourself doing? So when it comes to DJing, I 
I want to branch out. I want to play all over the world, like not just out of state. I want to play in like Berlin, Paris. Like I, I see myself going everywhere yeah. with that. But I, I don't want to just DJ. I want to like play live music. I want to, I want to do like, you know what Kitchenada does too, where he produces his own tracks mm-hmm. and does full sets. Like I love the idea of doing something like that, and I. I want to take it worldwide like I just I just want to show my own perspective creatively to like everybody out there and hopefully inspire people like I've been inspired by Mm -hmm. my favorite artists and so yeah I just I just want to take it globally and I just want everyone to have fun and you know (laughs) like see the creative vision yes I love it and we cannot wait to see more of you if you are in the DFW area we will link her or post her Instagram so follow her check out any of her events and we are wrapping up this episode so thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week on the next episode of on the come up with KG Bye. Bye.